0: Um This is the Go-Birds Podcast. Go Birds! Hey! Hello! Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore, Parks, James Seltzer, coming to you after Elliot. What is in honestly in in my memory among the biggest shocking felt like a loss literally until the fourth quarter type of games that I ever remember in my life, Elliot. Like, I still, we are recording this about two hours after the game ended. Elliot had to do all his, you know, post-game stuff at, at the stadium and all that. But, Elliot, I'm not kidding, man. Like, sitting here, two and a half hours later, two hours later, I still don't, like, totally feel like they won the game. Like, that's how shocking it was, buddy. How are you? It,
1: it was... One of the more unbelievable wins I've ever covered. I mean, as soon as that game started, you could tell it was a loss. And then it was ugly throughout, right? <laughs> it was and, such a loss. Look, I have two things to say about myself first, obviously. Yes, All right, so, yes. Okay, one. I like the obviously not, there right there because you're like, yeah. Every,
0: everyone knows I'm going to start with, with something about myself and then we'll dive in.
1: Yeah, so to start, I'm not saying I should get credit for the win, but. At halftime, all right, so as part part of my job, when the game ends, I have to post an article, right? So at halftime, I had the article basically written. I'm like, the season's over, Sirianni's on the hot seat. All I had to do was put the final score in. Like, I had it completely written as a loss. And then, of course, they won. And I knew the second I, like, typed it out completely that that I I just, like, the way it always works is you never actually, like, I knew they were going to win. So I think I should get credit there. But also,
0: well, I was going to say real quick, you could also make that parallel to our our tax chain, Yumi and Jack yes. Fritz, where you asked at like uh, before it was late in the third, I guess it was, you were like, what's the percentage chance the Eagles win the game? And I was like 12%. I was like, no, nah, yep. seven. And then they turned it over on downs. And I was like, nah, zero. I should have said zero from the beginning. Like it was, it was that game, you know?
1: And I think another lesson I learned today is just to never doubt myself. Like I, I tweeted, I put, I put, I I put, okay, they're a bad team. I was wrong. Right. And I wasn't wrong. I mean, look, like they, they, that was ugly. That was ugly, but I don't think they're a bad team. I, I'm going to take that back. I think that today was an ugly win. But it was a win, and let's be honest, they saved their season. If they lose that game, the season is over, right? They're they're one and four. They're probably not going to beat the Bucks on Thursday. They're one and five. Things spiral out of control, and just like the way that game was too, it was so ugly. Like they looked like a really bad team. The the uh, safety that they gave up, the penalties, another touchdown called back because of a penalty. Like unbelievable, and not just another touchdown called back for a penalty called back for the same penalty that they had one called back for last week, much like the Rager and Devontae Smith thing. Like, the receivers are supposed to be the best coach unit on the team because Sirianni used to be a receiver, and they're the worst. Like, they're the sloppiest unit on the team. So it just was so ugly, and they looked bad, but they came back and they won. And I think that some perspective here needs to be used on the defense. Obviously, the offense is going to be a whole different discussion, but the defense is definitely not as bad as we thought.
0: Yeah, look, the defense props for today. Like, there's nothing else you can say. There is uh, the biggest reason they won the game was the defense, and we'll dive into it all. But, look, I, I don't I don't know if they're not a bad team because they won that game. They still did a lot of things that, that bad teams do in this game. For sure. And, and you look at Carolina's schedule and who they've beaten. Like, Carolina might not be a great team and certainly not a great offense, but – Look, I think you have to give them credit because they fought. Like, they fought that game should have been over like seven different times and the defense made big plays hey hey big play slay actually living up to the nickname for the first time in philly we'll get to him more but like across the board the defense kept making big plays kept making stops and one of those games where carolina let the eagles hang around hang around hang around and when it was not up or shut up time the eagles made some plays jalen hurts made some plays jalen hurts was uh, for, uh, we'll get to it. I, I certainly think the coaching more to blame than Hurts early on, but Hurts was awful too. And that interception he threw was just an all time horrendous throw. But yep. but when it mattered, like dude nutted up and and led a couple big drives and and got a couple big touchdowns. So look, I don't I don't I definitely don't come away from that game saying the Eagles are good. But I do come away from that game saying, you know what, I, I I thought this season had a real chance in the moment today watching this game of spiraling completely out of control. I, I was thinking Nikki one and done, and I was yep. thinking you know this team could be one and six heading into Detroit. I, I was you know all those things, and and I'm not saying that 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 still isn't possible down the road. Like they need to correct some things. They need the penalties to stop. Like they are a poorly coached football team right now, but. But they fought and they won today and and I can't ignore that, you know so it's uh, they're a real check on high team, Ellie. I mean just think about the fact that like we like you said, a great point we came into this game saying this defense is cooked. Jonathan Gannon get that guy out of here. they're terrible. And today, other than the fourth quarter and just overall, the defense like a thousand times better than the offense and certainly the reason they won the game. So it really has been a hard team to get an identity on a field for through five weeks.
1: Yeah, and I I think that, you know, Obviously, the defense the last two weeks we talked about this on the pod and, and the radio show. Like the competition played a lot of, of, I think, into why they were so bad. Now, didn't like the scheme. You know, I thought the players weren't performing well. But ultimately, like they played the top two offenses in the NFL, and I think that's why you saw them struggle. Now they played five games, and in three of them. They've been really good, the defense, in five of those games. Now, they're playing bad competition, but they're doing what they're supposed to do. And the 49ers aren't bad, actually. But they're, you know, they're doing what they're supposed to do against the defenses that aren't top five in the league. So, definitely a positive for today is the defense. Obviously, Darius Slay steps up, has the two interceptions. Steven Nelson has the interception. And you mentioned like running Jonathan Gannon out of town after the last two weeks. Like the first quarter. You know, it was like, what is Jonathan Gannon doing? Why is Ryan Kerrigan dropping back into coverage? Like, the same bad penalties. They were running it up and down the field. Like, guys were open. And they cleaned it up. I mean, if you look at the the possession chart for the Panthers, like, the first drive, I guess, was a field goal, if I'm not mistaken. But the, the first two or three drives were decent, besides the interception they had in there. But then the last ones are like, punt, 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 downs, interception, punt. That Like, they, they cleaned it up. And, uh, you know, last week we talked a lot about how Gannon and Sirianni said the adjustments they made on defense didn't work. The adjustments worked today, and it's easier to do that when you're playing Sam Darnold, who's still really bad, but the adjustments (laughs) worked, and and they shut the Panthers down when it mattered.
0: I'm so with you, and look, credit to that defensive line. You know, Fletcher Cox, Javon Hargrave, Josh Schwett, those guys had a really good game. Like, throughout the game, they were against the Carolina offensive line that has played well so far, and and obviously, Darnold, you know, I'm with you. He stunk today, but but you know they got pressure with four, like consistently throughout the game, and obviously the secondary played great. The linebackers, you know, Davion Taylor made some plays. But dude, but... Alex Singleton is so <laughs> oh, bad. Oh man, he's just athletically guy. Yeah, I text you this. Yes. He reminds me of Chris Maragos when he had to play safety, like someone yeah, who put true. him on special teams is like an awesome player, or a leader, someone who's going to be like a real valuable member of your team. But but when he's forced into action at his position, he is. So a bar, you know, and yes, to say the least, certainly from an athletic perspective. But the defense should get a ton of credit. Slay was awesome today. Slay with those two picks, and granted, the first one, it was like, "What are you doing, Darnold?" I mean, that was just, well, real, really
1: quick on the oh first my God. one. So. Uh, really quick on the first one. Yeah, it was definitely a bad play by Darnold, but credit to Gannon in this one. Uh, Darius Lee talked about it after the game, how they disguised his man and then dropped his own, and that's what kind of tricked Darnold. So credit to Gannon on that one. Again, bad play by Darnold. But you know we're going to talk about the scheme when it when it's not good. I think Gannon deserves credit for that call.
0: Oh, 100%. And multiple calls throughout the game. Greg Olson actually did a good job of pointing that out. I know you were at the game, so you didn't hear the broadcast, but a couple points where he was talking about in one of the goal line stops. And again, how many big third down stops for this defense They other than that kind of miscommunication touchdown, the the early one, like they really didn't, you know, not come through when it was, you know, gut punch time in a big third down stop the rest of the football game. And obviously added a bunch of turnovers on top of that too. But Olsen pointed out, you know, one of those big third down stops, they were, you know, kind of going very, a very different look than they have defensively all season long in that type of situation. And and it did seem like Gannon stepped up his game. And look, maybe Sirianni chewing into him helped. Maybe just the, the results of the last two weeks helped. And look, to your point, I'm sure there was at least some level of overreaction based on the fact they played two of the better offenses in football yep. the last two weeks who were firing on all cylinders in those situations. But, look, I think just you got to give a ton of credit. And and one more thing real quick along those lines, not quite to the defense, but that we have not mentioned and we're 10 minutes into the show and, and we need to because, yo, shout out to the special teams, man. Like, yeah. we don't talk about it, Tom, but, like, Jake Elliott has been phenomenal this season. Like, knocks down the 58-yarder, hit all the kicks. sip looks phenomenal. But the block punt, like maybe the most important play in this football game like that might have of ended the season up, honestly yeah, you're right a season saving type of play and you could say that throw to Quez was a really big play too because that set up that that first touchdown and kind of got him back in the game and all that like there were some some big moments in this game but and obviously the Nelson pick at the end to kind of shut it down for real like there were some big plays but I think if you really look at it in terms of just a you know Sirianni always talks about game changing plays explosive plays I think that pump block probably the single most important play of the game Game and to your point of the season. Shout out to the special teams as well. You know, for for a team that looked poorly, coached, has all the penalties. That was an area of the game today where you know I think that the young guy Michael Clay uh, had his guys ready to play.
1: Is the blocked punt the Jake Elliott sixty-one yard field goal <laughs> from twenty seventeen? I'm gonna guess not. But you're gonna guess not.
0: No. Okay. But also that Elliott Elliott field goal the fifty-eight yard at the end of the half, kind of a throwaway. But how important is that? You win by three. So. Yeah. You know, throughout, what, what'd you think they, of the decision?
1: What'd you think of the decision to kick the extra point on the uh, on the first touchdown? This I wish
0: uh, you mean the the la- the one where they got the penalty on it.
1: Correct. Yes. Yeah, so yeah went I was to shocked. Go I, for I, I it. Would, they. Yeah. yeah,
0: I would almost always go for it if I get that extra yard. And and also the fourth and two play was an interesting one. We both said we would have kicked it. They ended up with the field goal because, as you mentioned, you know another touchdown taken right. by, by a pick play. Um and and it was a penalty. It is what it is. It was. Um so uh, but I, I think um that was a weird decision too. Ultimately, and it ultimately ended in a field goal anyway, but I you know it worked. The play call worked if there weren't the pick play, so like, it's hard to, to rip, but I thought that was I don't know if I would have done that either, but let let's let's get into some specifics. Let let's start with Sirianni, because I think He had about as as awful a first half as he, you know, maybe not as he has had. Dallas was pretty bad. But he he was really bad in the first half. The offense, as you talked about, stagnant. Really first, like, almost three quarters of the game. And then obviously Mm -hmm. pulling some stuff out at the end. But ultimately, I would say on the whole, not a great game for Sirianni. I think what you give him is this team fought and this team played for him and this team didn't lay down. Yeah, when they which I don't
1: think. I mean, exactly. I, I agree with you. Yeah, so, like so I where don't do you know. Come down I don't know how much Sirianni
0: after that. this game. Like, what is your kind of yeah, your confidence meter, so to speak, to use a yeah, a cliche? Yeah, like, where are you at with him?
1: I mean, look, like like I said, halfway through the game, I'd written he's on the hot seat, and like me and you were texting, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, yeah, this guy just might be really bad. Like for sure, that was definitely part of it. But here's what I would say about Sirianni. I'll have a a positive and then a negative. Which one do you want first?
0: Uh, Let's go negative and we'll end with the positive.
1: Okay, so the offense was brutally painful to watch. Like, no creativity. (laughs) They just literally kept doing the same thing again and again. Like, they kept just throwing these little outs. I mean, Jalen Hurts had 10 completions for 34 yards to start the game. Like, that's that's hard to do. You know, like, I think if I completed 10 passes, they'd probably be more for 34 yards. Like, that is – like, I just don't get – and look – in week one against Atlanta, they did a similar game plan, right, where it was a lot of short things. They came out, they did it. They got Hurts in a rhythm. So I can't completely fault him for it. Like, while I was watching it, I was like, what's this guy doing? But the more I thought about it, I was like, okay, well, they came out week one and they tried that. But the issue is it wasn't working and there was no adjustment whatsoever. Like, the third and 19 play, and I know he's just kind of, like, giving up, which is something within itself. But it's third and 19. Like, throw the ball down the field. Maybe you get a, a – You know, people where they call him like a punt or whatever, you know, where you just like throw it up. And then and then also maybe you get a flag. Who knows? But instead they do a swing pass to Reg or a bubble screen and he gets tackled right away. Like he just kept doing it. And what I was asking myself is if you're Nick Sirianni and you and you know, you meet with Jeffrey Lurie this week, like what's your rationale for that game plan? Like Lurie sits there and goes, all right, Nick, like the offense was obviously atrocious. Like what was your thought process and why didn't it work? And the only one I can think of is he doesn't trust Jalen to throw the ball a ton, but they threw it a lot against the Chiefs. So I don't even know if that makes sense. Like I don't get what what he why he kept with it and like what the answer would be on why the offense was so bad.
0: Yeah, unless he
1: just has like no answers. Like you know, like he that's all he can do.
0: No, I'm with you, man. Uh, early on, and I'm happy you highlighted that that bubble screen to Rager because because that was like an uh, it felt like an exclamation point of the bad yeah. play calling in the first half and really you know through the third quarter and and obviously towards the end some nice stuff and and hurts kind of really making some things happen at the end and, and obviously really the defense and we'll get to that but i'm with you i was i was very uh i was unenthused with what i saw from nick from a play calling perspective the entire game you know on average so um <clears throat> it's, we're going to have to see more from him we're going to have to especially again cuz cuz the penalties too you know like that is that is still a serious serious issue from a coaching perspective
1: yeah, and I mean, like, let's be honest here. Like, we can debate where we're at with Sirianni. Are we in on him? Are we out on him? Are we worried? Are we not? Like, there's no debate. They look like a horrendously coached yeah. team. Yeah. You know, like, like, they do. Like, that doesn't mean he's a horrendous coach, but that's exactly what they look like. Like, they look like a team. And the perfect example is... um Oh, I'm so tired from this game, but the perfect. I mean, the perfect like the hurt
0: safety play is one. That best. yeah, that
1: looks yeah. really bad. Yeah, there was like, an, the the, the Devonte play where the he Devontae makes a touchdown catch
0: touchdown, too. Yeah, that one too, and the Devonte fumble. So many
1: mistakes. Well, the fumble is such a perfect example to me because it's like. They get a positive play and then they fumble it. Like they just do everything bad teams do. You know, like they 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 do they, something goes positive and then they immediately negate it with something negative. Like they get they get inside of uh, Panthers territory. They immediately have a penalty and now it's first and 15. Like they always do those things. And again, like the sloppiness, like Alex Singleton, you know, I get that it's hard in the moment and it's easy for us to say, what are you doing diving into DJ Moore? Like he's the one out there running. These, these things happen quickly. I don't think he's a dirty player. But that is also what a bad team looks like. Like, he just drills the dude after he gave himself up, you know? So, there, there's just so many moments where, like, we can debate the scheme. I think sometimes, and I think we're right, like, the scheme looked really bad today. It was a boring game plan. But at the same time, like, play calling is also very player dependent. Like, they have to execute the plays. He could make a horrendous play call, and we don't even know it because Jalen Hurts, you know, does something that makes it work. So, in that regard, it's sometimes a little hard to judge him. But ultimately, what's not hard to judge is they look like an atrocious team. Like, for, for the majority of that game, they look like an atrocious team. And that absolutely falls on Sirianni.
0: 100%. And then also, like, and it's another little example, but it's little examples that all equal up to big ones. Like, how does Miles say—and and it's on Miles. yes like oh, this, has is, no this bar- is
1: unbelievable. I mean, how is yeah. Miles?
0: Twice. I mean, one time is enough. Like, Twice. Twice, like everyone on yeah. the planet watching that game, like Zoe, my daughter at the age of three, watching that would know that he should have stayed in bounds there, and and that's on Miles. Like Miles is in the NFL long enough; he's you know played football enough that he should know that. But <laughs> yeah, and also like forget time, the NFL, like, a yeah, like high school, level. middle it's school, Pop yeah, Warner. But but even yeah. still, like again, it's just it. Even if that specific one is more on Miles than than Nick, it's like all these things add up. And to your point, they look like a sloppy poorly coached football team. That's the way and, they look when you watch them.
1: And I'm, I'm pretty sure it was the second time he ran out of bounds and it's Miles Sanders' fault. But like, that was a bad play call too. Like, why are you pitching it to Sanders as he runs i you know run why are you decided? running it out? I'm um, so yeah, with you. Yeah, run, run it up, it up, the, up middle. the middle.
0: I'm so with you. All right. What yeah. was the positive with Sirianni?
1: So I actually think his play calling in the red zone is better than he's given credit for. Like they are sloppy and they are getting touchdowns, the touchdowns negated, but he calls in the red zone plays that consistently get guys either in the end zone or open, right? Like he, the Devante Smith play poorly executed, good play call. Last week, the Ertz touchdown, poorly executed, good play call. The um, throw, I think it was to Goddard where Hertz yeah, throws it yeah, and Goddard like has to, that drills was it Goddard. at him for some yeah. reason. Goddard it was on it Goddard, but it was not a good throw no. either. It was not It was er, not a good er, throw. That's he one
0: thing Hertz out. has to work on, those red, soft red zone throws. It seems like he gets a little too amped on those.
1: Yeah. I mean, and then the next play, obviously, I think it was the next play, at least, he runs it in. Like, today, he does the quarterback sneak, which is so funny because he made this huge point in the Niners game about, like, well, when you're at one yard out, it's different when you're half a yard out. And then, of course, he he sneaks in, it works. He
0: did that last game, too, with a couple QB sneaks. It was like, and good, like, when you're wrong. He's learning, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. But so,
1: I I do, but just just kind of wrap that up, put a bow on it. Like, I, I do think his play calling in the red zone is maybe a little overly criticized when, like, it's more sloppiness than it is the play calling. Like, they're not effective in there, but it's not because of the play calls. Like, guys are open. He, he's having a good read on what to call. It's just not being executed.
0: Yeah, no, I think that's a, a fair point, at least so far, and obviously we'll, we'll see how he progresses there. Um, Gannon, quickly. We talked about the D. We've obviously said glowing things, but just to put a, a bow on Gannon before we move forward, um, like, what? how much of, of what you saw from the defense today was – gannon making adjustments gannon calling a different defense and how much of it do you think was sam darnold and the panthers offense is a lot worse than the the chiefs and the, the cowboys offense like what, what's that kind of scale for you
1: hmm you know i obviously pride myself on not sitting on the fence but i am kind of like 50 50 with this like i do i do really <laughs> well, think good. i that... will
0: pride myself on asking a question that you were 50 50 yeah on, so good yes yes
1: You've done it. Um, No, I mean, look, I definitely think Sam Darnold is is bad, but – like, they're, they're going to play bad quarterbacks. Like, yep. they're not going to play Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott every week. There's a reason those guys are top five in the league. Like, you know, Derek Carr, okay quarterback. Like, he's kind of cooled down a little bit. Like, they're going to play Jared Goff. They're going to play whoever Washington plays. Daniel Jones has been okay, but, you know, like, he, he's not a great quarterback either. So, you know, I, I think with Jonathan Gannon, what you're seeing is, and I think it's probably true of a lot of defenses, is when they play the Chiefs and the Cowboys, they're going to look really bad. And I, I think what was upsetting, as we talked about, was just the mindset that they used in that game. But the actual giving up 40-plus points to them is not a bad day at the office in that way. Like, you know, a lot of teams get torched by them. So I think, like, in the five games, in three of them, they've been the better unit of the two. And I think that's what you'll see from them throughout the season. I think that when they play the elite-level quarterbacks, they're really going to struggle because they just are. But I think that the majority of weeks, you're going to see this defense hold teams to the low 20s, high teens. Yeah,
0: I, I'm. I'm not ready to to kind of say like you, were. it's kind of. I'm not a hundred percent sure, you know, what kind of defense they are. Um, but I, I, you know, look, I thought today was an encouraging performance. No matter who you're playing, to come off the last two weeks, back to back forty point games, to have the heat on you that Gannon had, and uh, both from Sirianni and, of course, just you know, in general from the from the city and the fans and everything. You know I, I like when people respond. Uh, I I For sure. you know so I uh, credit there. All right, um Hurts. What do you think of Hurts? Obviously, I, you know again I already said before and I'll say it again I think early on um the play calling and just, you know, uh, offensive uh uh crispness was more of a problem than Hurts, but Hurts was bad too and obviously had some really bad throws, but ultimately like we talked about when The chips were down when they had a chance where they were able to hang around long enough, and he made some big plays. Like, what?
1: How did you come away from? There was a moment in the post game presser where I'm I'm looking at Jalen Hurts. He's up at the podium talking, and I was thinking, like, man, this guy is just good enough to keep things interesting. That's literally. (laughs) That's literally. Maybe his best skill, like he is just good enough where every time I think I'm out, every time I watch the game and I'm like, how does he miss that throw? Like the offense isn't moving with him. And, and you know, I, I had some friends text me and being like, Elliot, be real. Like if Carson was playing this game, you would blame Carson. And I know you can't compare them, you know, because the situations are different. But every time I'm like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm out on him. He goes and he did what he did today at the end. And uh, so for my post-game um, article, I do a report card. And I had given Jalen Hurts. I had him at a D+. Plus, and I only did that because I thought Sirianni, you know, deserved some blame here. I changed it to an A-. Minus, and that, that sounds like extreme. Wow. But, but, but I think that ultimately, like, today is a net positive for him. There are concerning elements to it for sure, like some of the poor throws, all those things but for him to do what he did to lead them on a game winning touchdown drive that play on the two point conversion was unbelievable was awesome. awesome like i don't know if Best it came across on tv how like Best play how of great the day, it was
0: to me at least yeah. yeah, he
1: bad snap eludes a defender, rolls over to the side, finds Avante Smith. Like he was really good when they when they had to be. Now the reason they're in that spot is because he was really bad for the start of the game, and he still misses like the fourth. He there he's lucky actually that he even got another chance because that fourth down throw he missed to Zach Ertz was an unacceptable mess. Right, like at mm-hmm. the end of the game, fourth down, the throw is there. Yep. Like that's it. NFL quarterbacks make that throw. 99 out of 100 times if not even a higher clip right like that is a throw you have absolutely got to make and he missed it and that's the concerning part and like the the pass I talked about to Goddard in the end zone where he drills it at him and Goddard needs to make the catch but like he drills it at his helmet like he makes it a way harder catch than it had to be so lots of bad today from Hertz and you know over a three-year career is he going to be a good enough consistent passer I I don't know yet but I do know that today he led the team back in a comeback win in a game they had to have, and was really good when he needed to be. And I think that 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 matters when you're talking about the fact that ultimately this season, I still think they're going to make a playoff push. All those things, but ultimately the season's about figuring out hurts. And I think today was a, a moment where you say, you know what, like we can win with this guy.
0: Yeah, that stuff matters, and I'm with you. He is. It's really uh, one of those things where he is. He really flashes, and then in other times, like like you said, easy throws that he has to make, he just misses, and it's it really is so hard to pe- peg him down. Like, what is he? How great can he be? How good? Because uh, you know you can watch him, and we all have agreed all right, He's an NFL quarterback, like without question. I don't know what level of NFL quarterback, but he he could play in the NFL without a doubt. But there
1: there are but times where it looks like he's not, though.
0: I agree, and that's what's so crazy. So yeah. it's it's Uh, he's very inconsistent in those weeks. But again, like today, you know, that's a check mark. That's a, you know, down, down, whatever it was, 15 to three or whatever with, or 15 to six with, with, you know, in the fourth quarter and, and leading two touchdown drives, even with some help from the defense and making the throws we need to make. And, you know, the plays you need to make at the end to win that game, you know, that that matters. And and to the point yeah. where he was he was great statistically in the Chiefs game, but but his own words, he's like, We lost, you know, and, and this is one where maybe he wasn't as great. Um but but they yeah, won the definitely game. not, not to be, as great. Yeah, yeah. Now to be fair though, you know, you could argue say, Yeah, he, he came through and it mattered, but the only reason you know, yep. they were in that situation was because, or part of the reason he was in that situation is he was so bad. So I'm with you. I, I think but I do net, think also the net po- I wouldn't game go a minus today. I would go net positive. But I agree. I blame Sirianni more than Hurts for the struggles. As, as yeah, the and- overall point.
1: You know, it's hard for me not to compare him to Carson a lot just because Carson was the last quarterback that was here. We watched him develop, and I think a lot about Carson's rookie year when thinking about Jalen, you know, essentially rookie year. And, like, remember the game against the Ravens, Carson's rookie year, where he led them down the field. The offense was struggling. He led yeah. them down the field for they the game They Yeah, went time, for touch. two. Yep, exactly. Yep. So, like, I thought that was an important moment for Carson. And, again, like, the torn ACL ruined Carson's career. But I think the things you saw from Carson's rookie year, like those type of moments, helped him be in twenty seventeen the quarterback that he was, right? And I think if Carson never injures himself, his career turns out a lot differently. So I think like with Hertz, like today was his Baltimore moment. Today was his moment where next week, like next time they're losing, next time, you know, they're down and all those things. And let's be honest, with Sirianni and Hertz, there's going to be games where this looks super ugly for a lot of the game. The the fact I think that now they'll have the confidence to know they've done it before, it, it really, really matters.
0: Um, all right, Uh Devontae was great today, minus the fumble, consistently continues to get open and, and make catches. Um uh, Look, we're going to get more into this. Obviously, it's a short week Thursday game against Tampa. 44-year-old on a short week on the road, I'm just saying. I'm I know. I'm just saying, Elliot, he's 44, got he a rap on his hand, I'm just saying. But, um... Uh, so what we're going to cover more of this obviously over the next few days. We'll have the preview pod obviously, and and a reaction pod after the game on Thursday and all that. So, um, with that in mind, is there anything else you wanted to hit before we get out of here?
1: Um, look, I mean, the Kenny Gainwell thing I think is interesting. Um, look, the, I, well, he's the offensive good m- football player. Well, that they just clearly <laughs> like him better than Miles Sanders. Well, they, like,
0: they <laughs> trust him, and, and yeah. you know, they tr- and they should. I think he's, you know he's good. He's held on to the ball. He's made catches. He's, he's, you know, hasn't missed assignments. I've been impressed with him.
1: Um, the offensive line, we didn't talk about that and it's, it's, tough. Like, you know, live, you can't really get a read on like who gets beat always, but I thought overall they held up pretty well. There was clearly the sack. My Mil- lot Mil- Mil- allowed where hurts yeah. gets drilled. Like there was early that little sequence. On it looked
0: bad. Early on. It looked bad. And obviously the Kelsey snap, which we know happens a few times a year, or, you know, every yeah. other year, whatever it is. But, um, I'm with you uh, early on. I thought they looked bad. And then I think for the most part rebounded.
1: So real quick, because I actually think sometimes it's easier on the TV copy to see it too. Like when you're watching it, like how did you think Dillard played? Like noticeable, not noticeable. I didn't see Uh, him getting beat. It
0: was hard. It was uh, seemed fine. Like really, like they weren't bringing. There were a couple plays. Like look, the one, um, the one on the two point conversion was one where I I think, if I'm not mistaken, he got beat around that edge, and Hurts had to take it that way. But it could have been inside him. It could have been a miscommunication between him and um, uh, Dickerson. But I'm not a hundred percent sure. But I, on the whole, again, I, I agree with you. I think you know, they weren't bad. And and look, Carolina, for all the the struggles we saw from Darnold and all that, their defense is legit. It's a good defense, and that does need to be taken into account at least a little bit with this discussion.
1: Yeah, you know? and you know, to kind of put a bow on this whole pod, like they've gone from being one and four to now with the chance. If you beat Tampa Bay, you know you're you're three and three after your first six games, where where everyone thought it was a super tough schedule. Like they have a real chance again, you know, and we'll see. And like Tampa, obviously Tom Brady's better than Sam Darnold, so so we'll see. But it's, I think they have a shot in that game. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to pick him yet, but I, I think they have a shot.
0: Yeah, I mean, like I think they have a shot just because it's a Thursday night game at home, and, and Brady's exactly. old. It's a schedule. But like loss. I don't. I'm not going to pick them. I'll tell you now. Like maybe against the spread, we'll see what the spread is. But I, I think they can keep it close. And I agree, they certainly could win it. I, I don't expect them to. But that's why yep. this one was so important. Like this was to your point before. It really was a season saving win. And and I still, you know, I still think they're a seven win team. I feel like honestly today is kind of the the win that makes me feel like really good about them being like a seven ish win team and not yeah. a really bad team. Um, but but you're right. Like this was a game that, that you can't say that they're out of it because they won this game today. And that, that really is something and people should embrace that and be excited about it. Um, mm. all right. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here? I'm assuming now quickly, quickly, the, uh, no, streaker, yeah. the streaker, any updates? Was he naked? <laughs> well, was the, there no, he
1: wasn't naked, but the funniest part about the streaker was, yeah, we don't was... get to
0: see it obviously on TV. They won't show it. They won't like give it the, 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 you know, time of right.
1: day. Um, what was the Which deal? kind of weird. Like, I, I get, like, you don't want to encourage people to do it, it's but at like, the same time, on. like, it's happening. I don't know. But so, I'm so he, with you he right? wasn't naked. He just ran out on the field and, like, sat down, and, like, no one came to him for, like, 15, <laughs> 15 seconds. Like, he was just kind of chilling there. Like, he had no plan whatsoever. He ran out on the field and was like, oh my God, like, someone come catch me, and just nobody caught him. So he just sat down, and that, that was it. But I saw Jimmy's was Jimmy wearing Kemsky an Eagles tweet. hat, right? Yeah, wearing an Eagles hat. Like, I decided not to tweet that part. Yeah, I don't know why. Good. I feel like it was, yeah, uh, but. Jimmy Kemp's had a good tweet that they were 18. They outscored the Panthers 18 to three after the streaker. So
0: ah, oh, the streaker did it.
1: I don't want to it's encourage very, anybody you don't, to do it,
0: but you know, you don't see streakers in NFL games nearly as much as like a baseball game or whatever. So that is uh, a great way to go. Streaker. You did it, buddy. He went out, he, he saved meditated, the season. he meditated in, in the middle of the field with his Eagles hat on and it, well, and it saved the season.
1: The question is James. Now are they going streaking? <laughs>
0: And with that,
1: we'll talk to you guys again soon this week. (laughs)
0: That is, uh, I think, the perfect way to end it. They saved the season. We'll see about streaking. He's L.M. James. Talk to you guys soon.